No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Let's go. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you are. It's Friday night, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us, as always. Tonight's recommended drink is cheap box wine. Tonight's recommended snack is bland brand no-name crackers. This is the official wine and crackers broadcast, yeah, on a Friday night. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to another episode of the Daily Boogie Podcast. I'm so happy to see you there. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you'd like to tell me about your wine and cracker lifestyle, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at boogiebumper. Arnold Nicotina. Thank you for the diamond, sir. Arnold Nicotina, thank you for joining us. Friday night boogie, let's go. Oh, we're going to go. I have got something. I'm so excited to show you this thing that we've found over the last couple of days. I didn't find it. Somebody found it and brought it to my attention. And it's so good. We have found the black preacher man. The only boy who could ever teach me was the son of a preacher man. We have found the black preacher version of Alex fucking Jones. I'm not joking. And it's going to be so amazing. I'm so happy that you're here to experience this with us. I've only watched like a couple of minutes of his stuff. I don't even know. I'm tossing up whether to like open the show with it or do it a little bit later on. Because there are some other things that I want to get through tonight. A couple of stories. But we may have to like move it right up in the rotation. Usually I like to keep the main thing for the second half. But I might have to bring it forward. I might have to bring it into the first half of the show. Because this guy is fucking amazeballs. So... We will check that out, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you for joining us. Like I said, so much to get through, so little time. Uh, just a quick shout out, Joy of Pessy. I see Joy of Pessy in the chat. Don't forget later on tonight at midnight or thereabouts, around about midnight, uh, Joy of Pessy, the high learning edition on a Friday night. And of course, Saturday night as well with the Saturday night riff. Joy of Pessy, ladies and gentlemen. So much to get through. <laughs> We're going to have some fun. Uh, it is Friday night. No, stop trying to guess. Stop trying to guess. Even if you get it right, I'm not going to tell you the answer. Because then, when if I say, oh, yeah, that's the guy, then everybody's going to Google the guy's name and the fucking fun will be ruined. Stop trying to shit the bed, please. <laughs> <clears throat> if you know the guy, pretend like you don't know the guy. And if you don't know the guy, then you'll have no problem. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Just, I don't know if anybody knows him. I haven't seen his name put in the chat yet. In fact, to be fair, I don't know his name. I know the church name, but I don't know his name. So, trust me, we'll get to that. Thank you so much for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, thank you to Coffee Talk with Sandra yesterday for inviting me on the show. It was very nice. It was a very girly chat. We talked about things like, uh, what's your favorite food? And do you pat your dogs and stuff like that? So if you want to check that out, check out the replay of that. Uh, look for Coffee Talk with Sandra. Uh, the replay is not on DLive, but there is a Periscope replay. So if you find her Twitter account, uh, Coffee Talk with Sandra 3, I think it is, uh, you'll see the replay there. So thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Before we get to the exciting stuff, the Black Preacher version of Alex Jones, I do have a couple of things that I want to cover off with you first. 
And the first item here, um, for those who aren't aware, I do a show once a week with my bro, my bromo sapien, my bromo sexual greeno uh, called The Starting Block. And it's not a very serious show. We just bullshit. We talk about rubbish. Um, But he raised, he brought up a story yesterday, last night, my time, early this morning, your time, that I hadn't heard. And I took this, what's supposed to be a very lighthearted, gibbering about bullshit show, took it down a dark aisle into the serious because I couldn't believe the shit that I was hearing. And I was forced to investigate this story. And it turns out, yes, it was as bad as he was making it out to be. Unintentionally. <laughs> it was as bad as I thought it was. Wait until you fucking see this. So we've been talking about what's happening in Melbourne, the second largest city in my country of Australia where 3,000 people have effectively been locked inside prison, the prison being their own apartment building. They're not allowed to leave their own apartments under threat of being arrested. There are police patrolling the hallways of their apartment buildings because 100 people out of those 3,000 people have returned positive coronavirus testers. Believe it, test, believe it or not. And just the idea that you could be living in apartment, you know, 26A... And have no contact, nothing, be following... You don't got Australia, you're going to follow the rules. You could be good at following the rules and social distancing. You have no contact with anybody who's sick. You don't go to any fucking rallies. You don't go to any restaurants. You just go to work and come home. You're not mixing with anybody. The idea that you could be placed, placed effectively under house arrest because somebody that you have no contact with is sick... It should should frighten the fucking shit out of people. But of course, I'm not surprised on this show. It doesn't. As we've long established, most people are in agreement with stuff like this unless it affects them. You know, and for the people who... Because you, let's, what are we talking about here? 3,000 people in a city of 4 million people? I said the other day on the show. That's great. That's just enough people for the rest of the city to not give a fuck about them. Oh, fuck them. They should do what they're told. Fucking they're going to make everybody sick. But just imagine if it was you. If one house on your street, it was found had a coronavirus patient in there. And the police locked up the street and came and knocked on your door and said, if you set foot outside your own home for any reason, remember, they're not allowed to go to work. They're not allowed to go to the store. Nothing. If you set foot outside your own home for any reason, we will throw you in prison. And I, I would, I guarantee you, 99 out of 100 people who are in favour of this kind of thing would turn into critics instantly. Oh, well, that's not fair. They live all down the road. I don't even know them. I don't even talk to those people. I don't mix with them. They're sick. I'm not sick. How come I have to get locked up? Nobody gives a fuck until the police are knocking on their door. And that's just the way it is. So have a look at this horrific story from down here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> KFC birthday party, which is bad enough. Having KFC at a birthday party is bad enough. KFC birthday party in Melbourne costs $26,000 in COVID-19 fines after police track order. Yep. That's right. Do do not adjust your monitors. You are hearing this correctly. The police are now are now tracking fast food orders, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, oh, does this make you feel safe? 
Police issue 16 fines after a large order in Dandenong KFC raises suspicion the group may have been gathering in breach of Victoria's local lockdown rules. A run for KFC in Melbourne last night has led to $26,000 in fines for a group of birthday party goers. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! The infringement of stay-at-home directions was discovered after two people ordered about 20 meals at a KFC store in Dandenong around 1.30am on Friday. They say nothing good happens after 1 o'clock in the morning, and it seems that they're right. The large order placed suspicion among ambulance workers at the store, so it was two paramedics who were at the store getting something to eat. A stranger comes in and orders like 20 meals worth of KFC. The two paramedics alert the authorities. Oh dear. Oh dear. Police followed their car to a townhouse in the suburb where they found a group of people who then tried to hide in the backyard, garage and underbeds. People who are breaking no law. The lockdown laws are not laws. They're guidelines which are being treated like laws. So we have people, because they ordered KFC and got caught ordering late night chicken dinners... Because they got caught having late night chicken dinners. They are now hiding in the garage, hiding in the backyard, hiding under under the bed while police walk in the front door. <coughs> Thank you for the diamond bug eaters. Thank you for joining us. The Victorian Police Commissioner, Shane Patton, on Friday said 16 fines for breaching coronavirus restrictions were issued at the party as the state posted a record, get this, get this, in a city, like I said, in a city of over 4 million people. The state posted a record of 288 cases of COVID-19. Again, like I have to stress here, people want to get stuck on like the fucking figures and they want to say it's not as bad as the flu and stuff. We are fining people for breaking no, for committing no crime. We are arresting people for walking outside their front door. You know, I have a friend of mine, a very intelligent person, who's like in favor of the lockdown stuff. And I asked them, do you have any problem with these 3,000 people? And by the way, these 3,000 people are living in uh, housing commission, which is like the equivalent of our public housing, right? Taxpayer funded housing. So we are talking about the people on the bottom rung of the socioeconomic ladder, which normally I would think would see people of a certain political mindset saying, hey, just give them whatever we want. We need to look after these people. We need to do what's best for the poor people, the the fucking poor welfare recipients, right? Not anymore. I said, do you have any problem with 3,000 people being locked up in their own homes because 100 people that they may not even have contact with have allegedly tested positive to this coronavirus which 99 point whatever percent of people recover from. Well, we've got to do the right thing. It's all about protecting people. And I'm like, okay. And they're kind of like, what do you mean? Okay. And I was like, well, I, I mean, if you agree with such an extreme action, like I, I can't even, what can I even say to change your mind? If you're willing to go that far, basically throwing 3000 people in their own prison. 
Brandon in the chat, thank you. Imagine hiding under a bed from the cops for partying with some KFC. Like, yeah, where, where are the drugs? Where's the alcohol? Oh, no, none of that. They ordered too much chicken. Fuck a duck. The fried chicken farce was among 60 infringement notices issued to Melburnians, let's call them fines, since the new restrictions came in on Thursday, another four fines were given to sex workers while they were on a break from work. <laughs> Following police concern that a large amount of men were going in and out of an address. <laughs> That's right. See, the sex workers are not fined for prostituting because prostitution is legal in this country. So they're not fined for prostituting. They're fined for sitting together too close on their coffee break fucking planet am I living on? Did you did you teabag a, a, a dozen... Did, were you teabagged by a dozen strange men today? Yes, well, that's fine. Now, did you sit next to the other prostitute when you were having your lunch? Yes, I did. Well, I'm sorry. That's against the rules. <laughs> it's fucking madness. So let's have a look. <clears throat> let's have a look at the big swinging uh, dick in Victoria. The Victorian police chief, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see him explain what's going on here. And I just want to give a uh, an update in relation to our extension of Operation Sentinel, specifically oh, the-, it's, it, the... It has a name. Operation Sentinel. <laughs> it almost sounds like they're going after criminals, doesn't it? With a name like Operation Sentinel, who wouldn't feel safe about... Who wouldn't feel safer today? Operation Sentinel has been cracking down on those kids having birthday parties and ordering chicken tenders at 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> have, have we caught all the real criminals? Have we already caught the murderers and the rapists and the drink drivers? And like, have we caught all of those guys already? Wow, we've really got nothing to do here. Hey, I've got a hot tip. Somebody at the KFC said somebody ordered more chicken than they should have. Really? Let's get fucking down there. Let's sort this out. <laughs> Real police work. I know I feel safer. The vehicle checkpoints and what we're doing about that. The vehicle well checkpoints with Operation Sentinel. Makes me uh, hard. We've already established the uh, the seven strategic checkpoints, if you like, around metropolitan Melbourne that we said we would. Yeah. They've been active since these newest restrictions have came in. Come in, come in, process- come in, come in, come in. Since they've come in, sir, since they've came in, yeah, we, we're running Operation fucking Sentinel. We'd be locking up all them kids having the fucking chicken and that. And uh, since these new restrictions came, uh, since they have came in, We've been uh, locking up like a whole bunch of cunts, mate. ...of activating um, and progressing another two checkpoints uh, near Heathcote and Avenal, and so they'll be up very soon as well in relation to the Mitchell Shire. We've seen since we've started recording the data, we've intercepted over 5,500 vehicles over that period of time. <laughs> people, and ju- from those check- people just driving around. <laughs> points, we have seen a number of, if you like, infringements issued. Yay! There's been around 12... 
at this stage, we're still collating the data, but 12 infringements from those checkpoints. Mm. We've seen another, of in, another lot of infringements also issued. Over 60 we've issued in the past 24 hours. <laughs> Ice man in the chat. Get the billy clubs ready for them big KFC orders. <laughs> so a significant increase in our enforcement. And there's a couple of matters that I'll speak to shortly. Please. Uh, but uh, several examples that are very concerning. Very, con- very concerning. Very concerning. You know, I'm far less concerned with people ordering 20 KFC meals than I am with police kicking down the door of somebody who orders 20 KFC meals. Am I the only one? Joy of Pessy, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Watching Boogie, eating Macca's, life is good. Well, do it while you can. Make sure you don't order an extra happy meal, though, because the police may follow you home to see if you are harbouring coronavirus criminals, Mr. Pessy. <laughs> don't you dare order that extra packet of nuggets. Does this mean that you have somebody else in your house who shouldn't be there, sir? Hmm? Sir, are you really going to eat that extra Big Mac? Hmm? Hmm? The chicken tendy hunter. Uh, there were 16 infringements given out in one single incident. And oh. I'll speak to that in a moment. Please. At a birthday party. A birthday uh, party. There are another four given out to... Like I said, am I the only one that's more concerned with, col- with police kicking down the doors of people who have broken no law because they've ordered, quote, too much KFC? I'm more concerned with that than I am with people getting together in a backyard eating too much KFC. Like, what am I fucking missing here? Oh, no, we have to do it. We're keeping people safe. Sex workers as well, and uh, as well as a, if you like, um, uh, an attempt to breach the checkpoint uh, and get to a country area. So um, in addition to those checkpoints, though... Again, like, I have to reiterate how retarded these rules are, right? So you're not allowed to travel to an area with no people. Believe it or not... If you get in your car and you're and you want you've got like a house in the country or something, there's nobody around for miles. You're not allowed to do that because that's unsafe. But you are allowed to visit another family. So here's here's the ridiculousness of all this shit. This is why you don't give public servants this kind of purview. This is why you don't give them this kind of power because they will use it. So. If you're traveling to an empty country house, you're breaking the law. But if you're traveling, traveling to traveling, if you're traveling to a house, <laughs> fucking hell, frozen Asian, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> if you're traveling to a house that has people in it, that's fine. Now, remember, the whole point of this is apparently to keep people isolated. So if you're traveling on your own to a house with nobody in it, you're breaking the law. If you're traveling in a group of five or six people to a house with another five or six people in it, that's perfectly fine. And they wonder why the public has zero confidence in politicians. They fucking, they wonder why, they scratch their heads. Why is it nobody's listening to us? (laughs) It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Strategic ones that will be permanent and running. Uh-huh. We're also going to be having right around metropolitan Melbourne. People have been seeing these since we previously ran Operation Sanus. Active checkpoints. So we've gone from Operation, what is it? Operation Sanus to now Operation Sentinel. You see, it's a new operation, new name, new operation, new bunch of rules, a new directive, right. a new level of safety. 
and protection. Right across the state. And when we've heard the terminology, you know, every police vehicle is a booze bus, well, every police vehicle is involved in COVID-19 enforcement. That is a fact. That's how... Oh, sir, there's a, there's a young lady being raped in a back alley there by a gang of youths. Forget about that. We've got temperatures to check. <laughs> All right, Johnson. Johnson, Phillips, I want you staking out the local KFC. You let me know. If anybody calls in a suspicious order, you ring it in. <laughs> sir, isn't there a drug bust happening down at the docks? Forget about that. We don't have time. The drug dealers always stand on their own. They're not, they're not breaking any COVID-19 laws. Don't worry about them. <laughs> We've already caught all the criminals. What are you talking about? It's time to crack down on the chicken vendors. Happening right across the state and will continue. I said the other day we'll be ramping up our enforcement where people aren't complying. By and large, people are doing the right thing, but we still are. Congratulations, Australia. You're so good at following the rules. I'm seeing numbers and incidents where they're not. And so those couple of incidents I've just spoken to, I'll give a bit Like, more- listen, this is a press conference. This is... This... KFC chicken incident causes a fucking press conference. It causes reams of copy to be put out on the internet. Unfavorite Boomer, thank you for the diamond. Do you now or have you ever ordered KFC? I have ordered KFC and I regret it every time afterwards. It's like a drug. Um, You know, I can only go so long without having KFC, but then I spend the rest of the night on the toilet vomiting violently. Uh, But it feels good while you're doing it. More detail about them because they go to the, the root of our concerns. Uh, if you like, the um, the birthday party I just mentioned, we had some ambos who were at a KFC out listen there. This, anyway, listen to this, listen to And while they're getting something to eat, they saw two people in there and they're ordering 20-odd meals at 1.30 this morning. <gasps> we have to do something about this. Look at the shock. Look at the horror. The horror. The pure hellish horror. And so the, they, they spoke to the people at KFC. Subsequently, there was a report made to us. We got the registration number of that car. <laughs> they took down the fucking registration plate. Of the car because they ordered a lot of KF fucking C. Wow. We had to get the police involved. Again, you'd be amazed how many people go, what's the problem? What's the problem with this? What are you worried about? What are you concerned about? (laughs) Again, nobody cares until it bites them on the ass. Nobody cares unless it's them who's getting fucked by the cops. Then they'll care. But by then it'll be too late. And we followed through and went to that address in Dandenong. It was a townhouse. When we went in, there were two people asleep in there, but there were 16 others hiding out the back. <laughs> Joy Fessy. Oi, that's a lot of chook for two blokes, huh? <laughs> and they just got these KFC meals at a birthday. That is absolutely ridiculous, that type of behaviour. <laughs> We went to, we followed the car home. We kicked down the door. We went out. We saw there was 20 people having KFC at a birthday party. That is absolutely ridiculous, this kind of behavior. Jesus Christ. (laughs) 
Yeah. People standing around eating. Yeah, what type of behavior? What the hell are you talking about? Standing around at a birthday party eating KFC. How dare you? How dare you? Cue the Greta Thunberg sticker. Jesus. It's ridiculous behavior. And, you know, it's a very expensive night when you think apart from the KFC, we've issued 16 infringements at that amount. Um, that's $26,000 that birthday party's costing them. $26,000 worth of fines. Fines that they issue. They issue $26,000 worth of fines and then say, it's costing you twenty six. The gloating of it. The smartassery. <laughs> well, that's an expensive birthday party, isn't it, pal? Hmm? Hmm? I hope you learned your lesson. Fuck off. Thank, Thank you for you coming. coming. See, see you in hell. I hope you've heard I hope you learned your lesson, young man. $26,000 worth of fines. That'll learn them. Make sure you don't order too much chicken in the future. Uh, one more for you, and then we'll get to our Black Preacher Man version of Alex Jones. This is fucking fantastic. So, again, we've said on this show, the way it's going to work is they're going to give you a little bit of your freedom back, which never should have been taken in the first place. They're going to give you a little bit of your freedom back and then yank back on it. Then yank on the rope and hang you by the neck. Well, you should. You, we gave you a little bit of freedom, but you took too much advantage of it. Now people are getting sick again. We're going to have to lock you up again. Have a look at this story, ladies and gentlemen, from uh, the great city of Adelaide in South Australia. Kate Lamb is in Adelaide tonight. And Kate, nightclubs and big venues only reopened there last weekend. Now police are effectively shutting them down again. <laughs> Minister of Fun, Kimmy, topped it off with public shaming to scare others. Oh, of course, the chilling effect. Name and shame these COVID criminals who have broken no laws. So the pubs and clubs in Adelaide, they got one week of trading. <laughs> and then the police come in and say, okay, we're shutting it down again. And again, it's amazing how many people don't have any problem whatsoever with public health officials just coming in and shutting down a private business. Uh, you know what? Let's let's close this one down. I don't like I don't like what's happening here. I don't like I don't like this situation here. Looks a bit dangerous if you ask me. A lot of people having a lot of people on the dance floor, a lot of people dancing, drinking cocktails and whatnot. Mm, I don't like it. Close the doors. Sorry. But what about my mortgage? What about my rent? What about my employees? What about my bills? Well, you should have thought about that before you gave us this power to close you down. <laughs> you should have thought about that before you listened to the government who for two months said, there's no virus, there's no pandemic, stop being a conspiracy theorist. You know you're a racist if you close the borders. You shouldn't have listened to them. <laughs> One week of trading for the, for the bars and clubs in South Australia. Next thing you know, shut it down. Oh, isn't life grand? Imagine that. Imagine being there. Oh, finally, finally. We've been closed down for two months. We need to get some money coming in. It's pronounced Radelaide, Boogie. Thank you, fascist hippie. <laughs> Native Radeladian. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been waiting two months to get the club open. Oh, thank God. We can finally have it open. Seven days. Bang. Stop being so selfish. Exactly. 
Nine's Kate Lamb is in Adelaide tonight. And Kate, nightclubs and big venues only reopened there last weekend. Now police are effectively shutting them down again. Effectively, Why? effectively. Well, Michael, authorities say they were not impressed by what they saw. Police visited more than 120 venues over you. the weekend, finding dance you. floors and lineups packed with. I, t I told you. This is exactly what I told you. Remember, I told you that they, they are going to shift this. The problem is not going to be the coronavirus because they're not talking about how many people have gotten sick at this place, right? Do you see where I'm coming from now? They're going to shift it. The problem won't be the virus. The problem will be freedom. Freedom will be the dangerous thing, not the coronavirus. Listen to her words again. Authorities were not impressed. They saw a whole bunch of healthy people at a venue doing stuff. They didn't see people on the street coughing their lungs up. They didn't see people walk <coughs> getting sick on each other. They didn't see that. They saw people dancing at a nightclub and they were not impressed. After the nightclub reopened, they give you a little bit of your freedom back and then they say, well, you're taking too much advantage of your freedom. I'm sorry, you're having too much freedom, sir. I think you've had enough. Time to shut it down again. Because the virus isn't the problem now. The problem is people exercising their freedoms. That's what needs to be stopped, right? Now you can see it happening. Uh, you know, I don't want to hark on it, but this is exactly the progression of events that we said would happen like a month ago. Because these people are fucking as predictable as sunrise. You could see the language changing. You could see the language shifting a month ago. You could see the responsibility and the onus of responsibility being moved a month ago. Don't worry about the virus. That's not the problem. The problem is people having too much freedom impressed by what they saw. Police visited more than 120 venues over the weekend, finding dance floors and lineups packed with minimal social distancing being enforced. Uh, unfavorite Boomer with the diamond, thank you so much. How do they get their power everywhere? Who from? From us. From us. Just wheel out. Because you're sold, you're, you're given a package of human shit you're given a box that's filled with human shit and if they just gave you the box that was filled with human shit nobody would accept it so what they do they wrap it up in some pretty wrapping and they put a pretty pink bow over the top of it and they go here you go we've got your present and you're like wow the wrapping looks really good the bow looks really nice it must be a really good thing and then when you open it up and see that it's just a box filled with human shit you say, hey, I don't want this. This isn't what I asked for. And they say, too bad. It's yours now. <laughs> it's yours now. This is what you wanted. You accepted it. Now, while no fines were issued, several venues received warnings. And as a result, larger style nightclubs and venues that can hold over a thousand people will be prevented from opening again until they complete a COVID management plan. And <laughs> Forget it. A COVID management plan. What plan can you possibly make when people are changing the rules every fucking week? In the Victoria example, they changed the rules. They, they announced on Wednesday that they were locking the city down the next day at midnight. What fucking plan can you come up with that, for that? How can you plan for that? How can you plan for the 
The only thing you can plan for is that governments will be consistently incompetent. That's the only thing you can plan for. Everything else, you're wasting your fucking time because they'll just change the rules whenever they feel like it. You know what? That's all kind of depressing. I want to have some fun tonight. It's Friday. Fuck all this shit. I promised you something special and I'm going to bring it to you. Um, so yesterday, friend of the show, Ben K. Veritas, he drops me this link to this guy and he's like, you got to see this dude. This guy's off his fucking tits. This is amazing. And he found me this preacher. <laughs> now I'm going to declare, uh, I do say I'm a Christian, but I'm probably not a very good one. Um, but I do love like the firebrand preachers, you know, just for the entertainment value, if nothing else. Ben K. Veritas came across this guy yesterday, and I'm going to put the link in the chat. <clears throat> it is Atla Worldwide Ministries. They only have uh, 2,000 subs or thereabouts on YouTube. <clears throat> Let me grab this link for you. I'll put it in the chat so you can share and have fun and enjoy. So you can uh, be saved along at home. Wait until you fucking hear this guy. This is amazing. <laughs> and when I say he's like the black preacher version of Alex Jones, I'm not talking about necessarily the content of what he's saying, but the quality of an Alex Jones rant. We've gone over it in depth on this show. Like it's the highs and the lows. And like he can jump from one kind of like level to another kind of level with no hesitation whatsoever. This is fantastic. So a couple of people, of course, Kitty B knows this guy. Of course, Joy of Pessy knows this guy. <laughs> so if you haven't yet seen this guy, have a look at this. This is fucking fantastic, ladies and gentlemen. And then Jesus cried out, I thirst! Come on now. And they dipped the sponge in some vinegar. And put it up to his lips to taste. God was watching. God was watching. God was watching. <laughs> Already I'm like, I'm listening. <laughs> He's into it. You know, if you're going to be a pastor, if you want to bring people to the Lord in a time when uh, bringing people to the Lord isn't necessarily very easy, considering all of the uh, unchristian things that are so readily available and enticing for people. You have to find a way to be enticing. And this, to me, like I could go to, I could be in this guy's church on the weekend, going, "Fucking testify, brother!" I love this shit. And Jesus hung on the cross. Cross. That one on. And then one of the soldiers came up and took a sword and pierced him in the side. And out came blood and water. God <laughs> was watching and he didn't stop it. He let it happen. He let it happen. So God was- It's the way he just jumps, right? From, they just let it happen. And he came up and twisted it in his side. In his side! Twisted it in his side! Twisted it in his side. <laughs> Anybody who's got like that roller coaster way of speaking, I, I, I'm instantly attracted to. It's not absent the 256 years that the Canaanite and the black man was a slave in Georgia, uh -huh. Alabama, Arkansas, Mississippi, mm -hmm. and New York. God was watching. Based black preacher coming up.
Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, let's go down with God. Let's talk to the Lord about this. Let's talk to him about this. He was not absent. He was not absent from the throne. He did not miss one lashing. Let's talk to the Lord. Come on, come on now. Come on now. <laughs> okay. All right. Jesus. All right, fine. We'll talk to the Lord about it. Okay. I need to get upset. Come on. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> Come on, boy. We'll talk to the Lord now. We'll talk to the Lord. I fucking love it. We got to talk to the Lord about this. Mm -hmm. Marching Black Lives Matter, the devil has sent that to confuse you. Ooh. <laughs> the devil has sent Black Lives Matter to confuse you. Yes, I'm listening. The devil has sent that. The devil sent Obama. To confuse you. You had the word, the answer right here. The devil sent Obama <laughs> to confuse you. <laughs> there he is. There's Barack. <laughs> the devil sent Obama to confuse you. You had the answers right here. Rusty in the, Rusty in the chat. Hmm, I like this now. <laughs> It's a son of Satan. Son of Satan. And it didn't work. <laughs> nice and the Black Lives Matter. That too. Don't work. Imagine being like in the studio next to his. It must be a fucking hell of a time. Like you can only record when he's not preaching. You know, the walls would be shaking. Pictures coming off the walls. It's confused you. I'm going to uh, ask the engineer. I'm going to give you an opportunity. <laughs> Mr. Sagawa, what the fuck? I love Jesus now. Follow Q with the diamond. No sleeping in that church. Oh, no. <laughs> no sleeping in this guy's church. Absolutely. Just digest that. You know, did God love Jesus when he let him die? Crucified? Crucified. Did you know? <laughs> That Jesus was watching. It just goes. <laughs> There's no warning. There's no warning when he ups the ante. That's what I like. It's so it's like I love unpredictability. I love the chaos element to this. When they beheaded John the Baptizer. <clears throat> I love the fact that he called John the Baptist John the Baptizer. Yeah, that's right. It's John the Baptizer. I thought it was John the Baptist. No, he was baptizing, wasn't he? <laughs> You're John the Baptizer. Okay, oh, all right. Let's see, that's Barack. He's trying to confuse you. He's trying to confuse you. <laughs> Do you know that God was watching when Paul <laughs> says, I fought a good fight. I've kept the faith. I'm ready to be offered up. <laughs> And the axe came down on it. Attention-grabbing frequency shifts. Ben K. His neck and God. Thank you for sending this to me. I didn't stop it. So don't you try to tell me that slavery was an injustice that God perpetrated and violated his own law. No! No, 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 no. You got to go and come again. We're going to talk Bible here. Now, we're going to talk. I'm the Lord's servant. We're going to talk Bible here. Bible here. <laughs> So I don't know if you missed that because it's easy to get sidetracked with how entertaining he is. 
But if if you're out here trying to say that slavery was an injustice against God, oh no 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 no, <laughs> based black fucking preacher guy. We're gonna talk Bible here. We're gonna talk Bible here. <laughs> slavery was an injustice that God perpetrated no. and violated. No, you were supposed to be enslaved. His own law. No. No 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 no. You got to go and come again. We're gonna talk Bible here. Now we're gonna talk. I'm the Lord's servant. We're going to talk Bible here. Bible here. You ain't the only one. <laughs> Take that chip off your shoulder, black man. Take that ship chip off your shoulder, black woman. You ain't the only one. Take that chip off your shoulder. Take that chip off your shoulder. About white folk. You ain't the only one. You act like you're the only one. Hell, you're the last one. <laughs> you're lucky. You're lucky. That you were called to serve. You're lucky. Take that damn chip off your shoulder walking around here. Uh, if you got an argument. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's with God. It ain't with the courts. It ain't with the presidency. It ain't with the white man. It ain't with the Confederate flag. It ain't with Robert E. Lee, nor Stonewall Jackson. It ain't with them. It ain't with them. It's with God. I got a few proposals I want to make. Please. I want to hear a proposal. And I think that's important. <clears throat> First of all, nothing that you have done, now it's been 150 years, nothing you have done, and out of the mouth of your own people, you keep crying, no justice. You, you, I would, uh, you've had a black president. You ought to be an outright ashamed of yourselves. You, out, you ought to be outright ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about Black Lives Matter protesters. Having a black president and you st it's, it's like you, you know, you just sat down to the most sumptuous meal that any chef could prepare and you've eaten that meal and says, I'm still hungry and I ain't satisfied. You had a black president. Come on now. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on now. Lady of Diamonds Gypsy, thank you for the Diamond Gypsy. Where did you steal the Diamond Gypsy? Who did you steal the Diamond from, Gypsy? Turrets, question mark. Come on. Gypsy wants turrets. Oh, come on. You have a... I think you mean Tourette's, don't you? <laughs> turrets. Black, that was supposed to be all to end all. We and don't to end all. Don't let... Come on now. Come on now. That, don't let that son of Satan Obama run the line that that he wouldn't. It takes gonna take more than him. It's gonna take a damn village. No, no. <laughs> I love no. this man. You had that. You had Dr. King. I've been to the mountaintop. I've seen the promised land. Oh, he's the best. You had all of that. <laughs> you had it. You had it. You had it. You're lucky. And still. No, no, no justice. You, you need to confess that. You need to know these things didn't work. You say, well, they help incrementally. That, and how? <laughs> well, if it, took, if it takes 150 years of incremental marching, black officers, black uh, politicians, if it takes 150 years, to get to you where you are, where you're claiming Black Lives Matter now, from Satan, of course, if it took you 150 years to recognize that Black Lives Matter and to use that as some sort of anthem, 
If, if it took you 150 years to get there incrementally, you're going to be here another 150,000 years. And with that incremental movement of politicians, <laughs> of Black Lives Matter, of marching, it's going to take you another 150,000 years of marching to get justice. If you've only come that far. <laughs> another 150,000 years of progress, ladies and gentlemen. I'm looking forward to it. Keep on, maybe better get better get used to the marching now, because you're going to be around a while. <laughs> you're going to be doing this for some time. Going to take you another hundred fifty thousand years if you want justice to say that you will say a Black Lives Matter from the devil. From the devil is sent to confuse you. Come on now, come on now. Take that chip off your shoulder, black man. Take that chip off your shoulder. <laughs> I love him. I love him. Why can't he be elected president? Seriously. Make this guy the president. Make this guy the leader of the free world. Better than anybody else I've seen. If you want to come this far, so far, over 150 years, well, yeah. my God. My oh, God. No. No. <laughs> no. You got to start. You're going in the wrong direction. Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the sub. Caught to be good. You are actually moving away from the answer. All the ah. marching is going in the other direction. You're moving away from the answer. You need to turn around. Turn around! <laughs> and start marching towards God. You're marching in the wrong direction. You're going in the wrong direction! <laughs> The White House ain't the place Jesus. to go. The civil rights ain't the place to go. Taking to the streets ain't the place to go. You need to get down on your knees. That's where you need to go in your closet. <laughs> Forget about the White House. You need to get down on your knees and get in the fucking closet. You're going in the wrong direction. And talk to the Lord. You got to talk to him. I talked to him. Uh -huh. There are several things. So thing number one I've said to you that we need to do mm. is that we need to release. Accept, accept it. Accept it. Just accept it. Accept it. <laughs> Jim Enwood, can this guy voice my GPS? You turn it left. You can't run up to a left. Come on now. Come on now. You turn it left. <laughs> You're going in the wrong direction. <laughs> turn around. That's not where you want to be. Come on now. It's God's word. And, you know, I'll give you a little slack. Not much. Don't you run too far with it. I'll give you a little bit of slack. I'll give you, you know, a little bit of slack. Good. Well, that's that's you know, that's reassuring. Was on that cross. Mm. Or getting ready to go to that cross. Yes. He knew he was going to be slapped. Slap. He knew he was going to be beaten. He knew he was going to be spit on. He knew it was going down into depth. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the diamond, Gypsy. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Gypsy correcting her earlier diamond. Thank you so much. Forrest, Forrest Whitaker with Tourette's. <laughs> he, knew he, was going down, he knew he was going down into but depth. But at least his eyes are working properly. To death and to the depths of hell. He knew that he was going down into the depths of hell. I don't It's a fucking... And don't you go nowhere. It's a roller coaster.
How can you not be entertained by this? He knew he was going to get slapped. He knew that he was going to get slapped. It's like... <laughs> bouncing from one extreme to the other. I can't get enough. Where would it? It was so horrible. Horrible. The suffering that he was getting ready to do for mm -hmm. you and I was so horrible. He said... <laughs> he said... He, he makes an extreme... like He does an extreme raising of the voice, like an extremely pronounced... You know, uh, he <laughs> he makes it big when there's no need to. <laughs> and you know, he said that there was a something like it's just random screaming on different words. It's impossible to keep up. It's completely unpredictable, and that's why I love it. Like I said, chaos theory in preaching. We need more of this. In a moment. And, and prayer, he said, Lord, uh, this cup that you give, you've given to me to drink from is awful. And if, if I don't have to drink it. <laughs> Kimmy with the diamond, would you help him with his noise gate thingy, please? I think he might blow up the noise gate. Like, I don't want to compress this guy's signal or anything. I just, he, he has to be let loose. He has to be allowed to run free. He can't be too overproduced, this man. We want him in his natural state, performing, you know, in his natural way. It let it pass, but nevertheless, not my will. Will? But thine be done. So I'll give you a little bit of slack that <laughs> even Jesus himself recognized his suffering yeah. that he had to go through. And he talked to the Father and said, the if Father. you can stop it, stop it. But the Father didn't stop it. And Jesus didn't argue. He let it pass. He let the, he drank from the cup. <laughs> the God did not. <laughs> I'm not like again. I'm not laughing at like the content of what he's saying. It's just the way he's saying it. I fucking love. It. <laughs> Arnold Nicotina with the diamond. He's gassing up the word of the Lord. <laughs> He's lost three audio engineers to stroke R-Dub Choir in the chat. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't normalize this signal. <laughs> and he said to the father, he said, Father, this cup is no good. This cup, this cup. It's no good. I stop also. I'm I'm just gonna start talking like that now in everyday situations, everyday conversations. Sir, would you like fries with that? Um, I'd like a small. I'd like a Big Mac meal. Um, I'd like a ten pack of nuggets. I'd like a chicken sandwich and a quarter pounder with cheese, <laughs> sir. Suffering and hasn't stopped it yet. Well, he did stop it. I'll get to that, but not today. I've got another teacher. Did he stop it yet? And I'll have to bring you because my time is just about up for today. All right. We're going to have to bring him back. He's going to have to be a regular on this show because this is absolutely sensational. Now, let me give you, I tell you what, we'll take a quick break first because I need to visit the little boys' room. When we come back, I'll give you the flip side of this. So I've got so much more for you coming up after the break, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you for joining us on this edition of the Daily Boogie. I have, do you remember, um, what was it, Ask Auntie? Remember we watched that show where 
uh, she was giving somebody advice who was really upset about the white people using brown emojis. Do you remember that episode? Well, I've got good news for you. We have another pearl of wisdom from Ask Auntie. It's, we're not talking about white people using brown emojis and how offensive that is. No, no, we've got a completely different topic today, so we will get into that after the break. Uh, we've also got some stuff from the Cartnarks. We've got some John McAfee we can go through. We've got some sex. If you want to talk about dirty, dirty sex, then we can do that as well. All that and more, ladies and gentlemen, on this Friday night edition of The Daily Boogie. Please stick around and we'll see you in five. Your novelty comedy songs, organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week. So check it out. Idiot boogie bumper. 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 Really giving that one a workout? Come on. Dlive.tv slash JJ Stone. And we love JJ here on the show. It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we are in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. But don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Inverted, narcissistic, and most importantly, completely pointless. Come waste an hour of your week with The Starting Block, Friday nights Australian time at dlive.tv forward slash The Starting Block. Get in touch with us on Twitter at The Starting Block, no K at the end. Also, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes by searching for The Starting Block, or one word, or on Podbean at startingblock.podbean.com. Join the Blockheads, tuning in in their millions right around the world. Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. 
Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. I I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you fucking Asian Dick Tracy? You. <laughs> why, do you, why do you have to ruin my evening? Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, you gotta, you just gotta do that. Without the hat, so you're not enjoying it? No, <laughs> dude. Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in in Argentina. But it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I oh, hate come on, you secretly guy. love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show and uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Feeling depressed? Need someone to tell you it's not okay? Do you like goth public access TV? Then join me for The Big Empty every Sunday at noon. Major underscore Tom on DLive with zeros for O's because everything in your life is that difficult. Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, Y Censored, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee, you mean some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. But well, why are you fumbling for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> There's a place that we can go.
This Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. More Sometimes right on. this world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. You gotta get back up and shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. Coming back. Thank you for sticking around, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Second half of the show. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you here on a Friday night on the Daily Boogie Broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. Just a quick reminder, if you'd like to become a full-time supporter, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And, of course, if you'd like to tell me about the good word of the Lord, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper ladies and gentlemen boys and girls uh, where shall we go to from here uh, yes uh, thank you for correcting me I'll, I'll change that that clip in the ad roll Major Tom is now 10pm on Saturday night Saturday nights pre-joy of Pessy with the Saturday night riff party at midnight so Major Tom not at midday on Sunday anymore 10pm on Saturday of course on Sunday, you have uh, Frozen Asian Sunday Night Chicho. And on Saturday night, you also have uh, Winning TV, Phil D'Angelo and friends with the Speakeasy. Uh, starting around 8 o'clock at night and finishing God knows when. So plenty to get you through over the weekend. Uh, let's do this. I want to talk about sex. I want to talk about sexy sexual sexiness. <laughs> Here on the Daily Boogs. Um, <laughs> we'll kick it off this way. How about this? With this article that was sent through by Jim Enward, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Uh, Jim's sending some dynamite fucking stuff over the Discord over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> Indigenous Australians face sexual racism on dating apps. Sexual racism. It's a very difficult... It's a very difficult... It's a minefield, really. Now... I'm very happy that I'm not single. I couldn't be signal, uh, single again. If I think if I had to, <clears throat> if I had to go back to being single again, like I, you know what, I, I probably wouldn't even fucking bother. Seems like far too much effort, and especially if I have to now consider things like sexual racism <laughs> on dating apps, I, I, I don't even want to get involved. You know, when it comes to. Uh, finding people attractive, I'm not very, you know, like, I guess I have a type and it's, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes, but hey, I can't help that. That's just like, whatever it is about blonde hair and blue eyes, that's the thing that gets me most. But hey, you know, good looking brown chicks. I'm not going to turn them around. I'm not going to turn them away. If, you know, you're good looking eyes, you got, who cares? Like, it's, if, it, if you find something, if you find someone attractive, you find someone attractive. So the concept of sexual racism doesn't really make any sense to me whatsoever i'm not picky <laughs> indigenous australians face sexual racism on dating apps the second he found out about my heritage he was gone you know but th to be fair if i told people that my grandfather was a nazi maybe they would leave too 
three or four years ago, Fallon Gregory downloaded Tinder and matched with so- three or four years ago. Why is this news now? <laughs> four years ago. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Take that chip off your shoulder. You want somebody to growl your pussy? Three or four years ago, Fallon Gregory downloaded Tinder and matched with someone who was very complimentary. At first, don don don. Ms. Gregory is a Perth-based First Nations woman from the Gija, Baji, and Nile Nile tribes in the Kimberley who never used an online dating app on her smartphone before. She's a good-looking girl. She's a good-looking girl. She was chatting with her match. She became a bit uneasy about how much he kept commenting on her appearance. Yeah, because women hate it when you comment on their appearance. They hate that. (laughs) Women hate it when you compliment how pretty they are. Man, what an idiot. When we first matched, this is a quote, when we first matched, he was like, oh my God, you're so pretty. You look exotic going on and on about my beauty. Yes, I can see why this would make you uncomfortable. I can see why you would think this was a little bit strange and potentially racist. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, you know, when we first, when he first started commenting, he said like how beautiful I was and how exotic looking I was. And he was just kept talking about you know how pretty I was I was very uncomfortable quite frankly I'd rather he say that I'm ugly and I just need a fuck but he didn't he then asked me quote I don't mean to be rude but are you indigenous I said yes then he thanked me told me good luck with everything and unmatched me based (laughs) based Well, you know, heritage means a lot to some people. Maybe he had some kind of family pressure. You know, there are some groups of people, one might say tribes, for example. There are some tribes on planet Earth who uh, don't allow anybody, their son or their daughter, to marry outside of the tribe. Were you aware of that? You know, there are some groups and people, again, you may want to use the term tribe, but there are some tribes or groups who are strictly enforce who their children can marry and they they're not never allowed to marry outside of the tribe right because we need to be able to track your family family lineage through the years to make sure that you're of the right quality you're of the right breed as toddles would say and for some tribes it seems like this is a perfectly normal thing like this is fine this isn't racism at all this is perfectly normal but for other tribes, it seems that not only is uh, marrying outside the tribe uh, a, a good idea, refusing to have sex with somebody <laughs> is actually Ring racist. Ring the bell Isn't that and fun? get Isn't your that cheese, thing? man. Thank you for the sub, <clears throat> Rockin' America. It was the first time Ms. Gregory remembers being racially discriminated against on a dating app. It wasn't a heinous experience, she said, but it hurt and confused her. Yeah, I'm sure she has a lot of trouble picking up guys. Don't you? Can't you see that? 
I'm sure I'm sure getting dick on a Saturday night is like really difficult for this girl. <laughs> come on, man. Come on. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. <laughs> I'm sick of beautiful people complaining about how hard love is. <laughs> I'm a solid six and a half. I do okay. What's your fucking excuse? I once said to a young guy who was worried, like he was like 20 years old and he was like, you know, I'm never going to meet a girl. Like girls don't like me and stuff. And I said, here's the trick, right? If you want to, if you want to get a chick, you've either got to be incredibly good looking, which you're not. So forget about that. You've either got to uh, work hard at school and get a really good job. So you get paid a lot of money. You've got to be funny. If you can be funny, that works or have a huge cock. That's the only, they're the only four options. If you can just nail one of them. You don't have to have all of them, but just do one of them. So if you're if you're unfunny and boring, ugly and a small dick, make sure you get a good job. <laughs> if you work at a, like a shitty blue collar job, at least make sure you're funny and have a big dick, right? You see, it's it's easy once you once you boil it all down to those four things and realize that you only have to focus on one of them. That's good enough. You'll be fine. But yeah, I'm sure this girl has a lot of trouble finding herself a bloke, finding herself a fella. As far back as 2009, OkCupid acknowledged that non-white users generally received fewer responses to their messages based on analysis of more than a million people. Could it just be that there's more white people using these fucking dating apps than other groups? Like, because there are more white people in the Western world? Or am I just being racist now? Come on, come on now. You're being racist now! Irrational, but in Australia, his voice is average. Au contraire, my friend. Would you like a drink? <laughs> Would you like me to slip something into your drink? And then we can slip you out of what you're in. In some cases, this functionality is built into the application itself. Listen, where are we, where are we getting this data from? This is key. Gay dating app grinder. <laughs> has recently committed to removing a feature which allows people to filter out people based on their race. Yes. Yes. So you're no longer, if you're a gay man using Grindr, you're no longer allowed to have a racial preference when it comes to who you may insert your penis into. That's racist, bro. I'm breathing through my pussy right now. You're no longer allowed to have a racial preference. Don't worry, it's going to get so much better. So that's this is ridiculous, right? This is utterly ridiculous. And we know from like data analytics of these dating apps. Again, I don't have problem with um I don't have a problem with people having have sex with whoever or whatever you want. I really don't care. It's real I'm really liberal like that. I don't give a fuck. It's none of my business. Um, I do find it strange and creepy and weird when you try to tell people that they're not allowed to have a preference though. Do you see the difference here? I don't care if people like a white guy has sex with a black chick or a black guy has sex with a white chick. That doesn't fucking worry me at all. Sex is sex. Who cares? And if you find someone, you know, fuckable, then fuck them. I'd go for it, man. 
but to tell people that they're not allowed to have a preference. Now, that's creepy. So, whatever. It gets so much better. What if that wasn't good enough? What if having a racial preference wasn't good enough? Because I find the whole corporate promotion of this equally creepy as well. Just let people fuck who they want and we'll all get on fine. That's my that's my theory. Just let people fuck who they want to fuck and then there's not going to be any problems, okay? But how about this? How about this, ladies and gentlemen? From Good Morning America! Praise the Lord! Let's play this little clip and see what you think. If you find someone fuckable Frozen Asian in the chat, you fucked them. <laughs> ah, Evil Ian, you are allowed to acknowledge a preference or are you fetishizing their race boogie? See, that's the problem, right? Why can't I? Why can't every other fetish is allowed? Why can't I have a fetish for uh, Asian midgets, for example? Just to use a random example that I, of course, would never normally have. <coughs> <coughs> You can have a foot fetish. You can have a shit fetish. You can have people shit in your mouth. That's fine. But if you have a fetish for a particular ethnicity, oh, wow, what a crazy person. <laughs> what do you like? I like to lay under a glass coffee table and have a person sh sit on top of the glass coffee, table, co uh, glass coffee table and do a shit, and I like to watch them shit. And then they'll piss on me, and then I vomit on them, and then we masturbate each other. That's my fetish. Oh, well, that sounds perfectly normal. Uh, and what's your fetish, sir? Well, I really like Asian girls. Get the fuck out, you racist. <laughs> Get the fuck out. You disgust me. <laughs> Clown world. Where having a shit fetish is fine and having a racial preference is to be dismissed and disgusting and racist and awful and wrong. So let's check out Ah, the Boston steamer. <laughs> ben K. Veritas speaks from a position of experience. I can only suspect that suspicion, uh, that position is underneath the glass coffee table. <laughs> Let's have a look at this clip. Tell me what you think. Morning to you, Lara. This has been a year of breakthroughs for the transgender community. And Good. now Valentina is yet another agent of change, making history as the first transgender model to grace the prestigious pages of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Now, so now that we've established that Adavkai <laughs> with the diamond, always leave room to boogie. Thank you. Now, now that we've established that having a racial preference when it comes to matters of either who you insert your penis into or who you allow to be inserted into yourself, because this goes both ways. Now, now that we've established that that's wrong, okay, you can't have a racial preference, how long until we move on to the next set of preferences? Because this has been a meme, right? Like uh, Tatiana McGrath, for example, the, the famous Twitter account, often talks about, like, often puts out tweets like, um, if you refuse to, like, <laughs> refusing to suck a transgender woman's penis or something... If, if you refuse to suck a woman's penis, that proves that you're gay. <laughs> like shit like that. That's been a meme that's been circulating for a while. I just wonder how long, how long, how far are we down the road until it becomes like, you know, memes are constantly becoming reality now. From the okay sign 
to racial, sexual racism, right? These are all the memes are coming true, unironically. Like, meme magic is real. We really should be more responsible. Frozen Asian, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Tatiana McGrath, her. Her theory is that if you refuse to suck, because women can have penises, and if you're straight and you like women, but you refuse to suck a woman's penis, that proves that you're gay. Right. <laughs> because women can have dicks too. So you're you're refusing sex with a woman just because the woman has a penis, so you must be gay then. <laughs> right? <laughs> you see the logic here? It's fine. So we really need to be more responsible when it comes to meme magic, I think. As you know, as somebody who's grazed the meme community for a few years now, we really have been reckless up until this point because all of this shit that we were memeing three years ago is now starting to happen. We need to be fucking careful. So how long until that becomes like a legitimate argument? I would say... Once you start seeing things like this. To you, Lara, this has been a year of breakthroughs for the transgender community. And now Valentina is yet another agent of change, making history as the first transgender model to grace the prestigious pages of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. The Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. It's one of the most coveted annual modeling gigs in the world. And now with its 58th edition, SI making history featuring Brazil's Valentina Sampaio, the first transgender woman to grace the magazine's iconic pages. How long until you're told that it's bigoted and phobic to not want to have sex with a trans person? But I mean more than just memeing it. I mean, like, to the point of you can be banned off the internet, for example. Stuff like that. You can be labelled as a disgusting bigot for not wanting to have sex with a trans person. Smash or pass? Um, it is. I've got to admit, it's a fucking good-looking tranny. All <laughs> <laughs> jokes aside... I mean, you know, all jokes aside, let's be honest here, that is a good-looking fucking female-looking person. Can't can't deny it. It's scarily, it's scarily attractive. The jawline, yeah, I can see that. But she kind of looks like Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford had a big jawline. Maybe she was trans too. Who knows? But I just wonder, now that this is becoming like... You know, and again, I don't even really care that much. Okay, so some... So Sports Illustrated wants to put a transgender woman on the cover of their magazine. Okay, fine, fine. But I'm concerned about what happens next, right? That's what worries me because we've seen it with sexual racism. You're not allowed to have a racial preference anymore. How long until you're not allowed to have a genital preference, right? How soon is that going to be a thing? We're like, oh, hang on. I thought I was put. I was putting. I thought I was putting my hard thing in the hole, but it turns out there's another hard thing. Well, stop complaining. You were in love with me before it happened. Why should that change? You see what I mean? Because that will become a thing. That will become a mainstream belief. The magazine's iconic pages. Were you just describe how you felt when you first got that phone call? Were you surprised? I was so surprised, and I feel 
oh my god really like it, it's like a, it's like a dream this is me a lot like to me and not just for myself but <laughs> give me the chat with that flat chest it looks like her head is on backwards <laughs> On the LGBTQ plus country. Now, now that I would fuck. Because <laughs> don't you want to be doing doggy style and have the person looking up at you at the same time? Wouldn't that be amazing? Community. I, I call it the Beetlejuice. Growing up trans in northern Brazil in a family of fishermen, one of seven children, Valentina says she struggled to find her place. Everything about Valentina is remarkable. Her incredible beauty to her strength of character, her bravery to pioneer this conversation. Bravery born from plenty of heartache and disappointment, losing jobs simply because of her gender identity. It hasn't been easy. Early on, I had a high-profile modeling job where once they realized I was trans on set, I was suddenly fired. But with support of her loved ones, she persevered, propelling herself to the pinnacle of her modeling career. What would your message be to others in the trans community? Be more attractive and you'll get better jobs. <laughs> I would say that it's hard, but you have to keep strong. Valentina. It's so hard. So hard. <clears throat> now, this is where I want to turn the conversation to the man who I think should be elected president because I want to marry these two pieces up against each other. John McAfee, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty B in the chat. I can't wait until that male hairline comes in. <laughs> now, let's switch. Because while a whole a whole section of the corporations, the corporate media, ladies and gentlemen, popular culture, social media, etc., is going to is soon going to be telling you unless you suck a trans woman's penis, um, you're gay. Trust me, it'll happen. It's going to happen. Uh, we have on the other side of the discussion, the gentleman, the scholar, the artiste, the intellectual John McAfee. With this video for adult males only, absolutely no women or children. So I'll give you a minute. Women, please leave the room. Children, please leave the room. And if you don't leave the room, at least lie. Lying's fine. I can't do anything about it. Frozen Asian makes a good point. Well, if you're going to be a tranny, at least be a believable one, is the lesson I learned from this. Couldn't agree more. Put some effort in. I'm sorry, you're going to have to put in more effort than a regular woman would to have sex. You know why? Because you have a penis. <laughs> if- Minister of Fun, Kimmy with a diamond. Poo-poo fetish would have been a good McAfee segue. They're all good McAfee segues. Yes, I'm sorry. You know, you're going to have to work harder than um, a cisgendered woman to get the man of your dreams because she has a vagina and you have a rock-hard cock. I'm sorry. So you're going to have to put more effort into your hair. Make sure that the makeup's good. You're going to have to dress up extra nice. I know, it's going to be tough. You're going to have to go that extra mile because eventually you're going to be asking him to put your penis in his mouth and that may be tough. So at least put the effort into the rest of your appearance. (laughs) 
I'm sorry, you're always going to have to work that little bit harder if you're a woman who has a penis. I don't make the rules, I'm sorry. Hopefully one day that will change though because it seems unfair, doesn't it? It seems bigoted in some way. It seems unfair and bigoted for people to have genital preferences. Why should I have to spend twice as much on my appearance just because I have a dick and I want a boyfriend? That's not right. That's not fair. I couldn't agree more, darling. So let's see. Let's go. Let's let's join Starship McAfee uh, with a video that he put out uh, a few days ago for adult males only. Let's see what the message is here from who should be the next president of the United States, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, John McAfee, and I'm really happy to be able to talk to fellow adult males with other presence of women and children. Thank God, first time in decades. Now, what I'd like to talk about today is butts. Why? Well, very important to some of us men. I mean, we're not all breast men, and we're not all leg men. Some of us are butt men. I mean, I became a butt man at the age of seven when my babysitter bent over in front of me to pick up a pair of shoes. I, I had a fucking epiphany. Yeah, so I've been a butt man ever since, and that would make sense. I mean, it's right there. A, a half a centimeter from that that golden triangle of our desire. You know, suddenly, if you, can't, if you can't see it, smell it, or somehow or other notice it, then uh, get a pair of glasses because it's there. <laughs> now, what's nice about that? Beautiful little butt. It's softer, smoother, warmer by 0.7 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, (laughs) that seems like a flippant thing to say, like I just made it up to be funny. John McAfee strikes me as the guy who would compare the temperature of the vaginal cavity and the anus. For the purpose of research, I think he is the kind of guy who would do that. So it wouldn't surprise me if he knows that the butt is 0.7 of a degree Fahrenheit warmer than the vag. 0.7 degrees. <laughs> and tighter uh, than any vagina on the face of the earth. And far, far more important, it's deeper. It's deeper. It's deeper. You try to get a fist of any vagina on this planet further than this without causing great discomfort. It always comes back to fisting with John, doesn't it? All roads lead back to fisting assholes. Just about every video. (laughs) You deserve a fucking medal. Can't be done. But up an asshole, fuck me. Pass my elbow more times than I can count, and you have experienced exactly the same fucking thing. <laughs> uh, don't lie to me about this shit. So, I mean, it's pretty fucking obvious. It is a sex toy of some kind, else it would not have been positioned where it's positioned, uh, nor would it have been so much fun. <laughs> now, my presidential campaign is going to be based entirely upon anal sex. Uh, gotta have some platform and quite frankly I, I i i couldn't think of one and so this is going to be mine uh, and this is for men only and it's going to be done in code and i must leave you now because oh my fucking god here comes my wife john McAfee, ladies and gentlemen uh, another quick video here many men have tried to kill me i'm too slippery 
but have women tried to kill me more times than I can count? I can't see why. John McAfee. An outrageous John McAfee. But you did try to, what, shoot, shoot him in the head, right? I did. I also tried to cut his throat, but he just said, he just leaned against the wall and said, do it. I just picked up the... Based, John. Based, John. Do it, bitch. And then she didn't do it. And then he fisted her in the asshole. I did. I also tried to cut his throat, but he just said, he just leaned against the wall and said, do it. I just picked up the gun and said, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> his sex has to last long. I mean, you can't give him one or two hours. He wants, like, morning to day. That's sex for him. Tried to shoot him. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Because so I, I was jealous and tired of him, I guess. The man without fear, the man we don't deserve, ladies and gentlemen. John McAfee. Oh, God, I wish he would win the presidency. I need it so much. All right. Let's do this video. That's enough reminiscing for one day. We've seen this chick before. And I've got a cartnarx. We'll end on a cartnarx after this one. We've 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 been over this woman before. Uh, this is the woman who was talking about white people using brown fist emojis, and how that's offensive. You see, because just posting an emoji, I mean, it's like you're appropriating the brown symbols, the brown skin, in an emoji form to absolve yourself of white guilt or something like that. So, I needed an update because. The race conversation has accelerated somewhat since the last time we checked in with this lovely young lady. And I needed to get my education fill. I needed to figure out, I needed to learn why I'm a, an awful person for this month. And so I went to the source. I went to, I, I wanted to get a data download. So I went back in. We're going to check back in with Ask Auntie and see what the problem is with white people this week. Let's have a look. Hey, nieces and nephews. It's your favorite auntie, Monique Judge, and this is Auntie Unfiltered. Auntie Unfiltered. Okay, that's what I want, unfiltered. Now, today on Auntie Unfiltered, I want to address the trite, old, and tired-ass arguments that white people bring. <laughs> Minister of Fun, give me with a diamond. And now we get a fisting segue. <laughs> up all the time, whenever race comes up, and that is not all white people. Ah. We need to bring that shit to a stop. Ah, good. I <laughs> We're going to address the tired thing that always comes up when race is being discussed, not all white people. We need to bring that shit to a stop. Stop saying not all white people. Yes, all white people. See, you know, I have this, I have, I have what you may call a mind virus. I have a sickness, you see, and this sickness means that I view individuals as individuals, <laughs> you know? Like, let's use the George Floyd example, for example. Now, when I look at that footage, I don't see the police killing black men. I see a policeman killing a black man, right? It's my sickness. I'm. I'm. I, it's my problem. I have to deal with it. I probably should get some medication or something. 
So I attribute uh, individual actions to individuals. That's my problem, and I need to get over it because, you know, that that's racist, right? So how do we get past this racist idea that not all X people do Y? How do we get how do we get beyond that? Because saying that is offensive, right? Repent, thank you. Saying that is an offensive thing to say, that not all X people are responsible for Y. That's wrong. So how do we get past this racist attitude? Well, let's ask Monique. Now, today on Auntie Unfiltered, I want to address the trite, old, and tired-ass argument that white people bring up all the time whenever race comes up, and that is not all white people. We need to bring that shit to a stop. Okay. I received a letter from a gentleman in my inbox that says, Hello, I came across your article titled, White People Have Weaponized, I Feel Threatened. I just want to ask you why uh, have chosen to group all white people into one category. As a white man, I have never once used the phrase, I feel threatened, let alone weaponized that phrase, and I couldn't help but feel that your title was a bit prejudiced. Oh, stop complaining, cracker. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm sorry, but I've never used that phrase, and I'm a white man. Well, first of all, you're already a piece of shit. We know that. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, cabaret in the chat, not all Germans are Nazis. You would be amazed, right, how difficult I've had it just explaining to people because, you know, that seems like, I know you're being like flippant and jokey, not all Germans are Nazis, Nazi. But the Nazis, that was a term reserved for members of the political party. And members of the political party were a minority. Like, there weren't many people who were members of the Nazi party, but those were the only people in Germany who were called Nazis. And they say Nazi Germany because it was led by the political party. Most of the people in the Wehrmacht were not Nazis. Most of the people in the Luftwaffe were not Nazis. Most of the police were not Nazis, right? Most of the citizens were not Nazis. The Nazi term was reserved for the people in the political party. You are a Nazi. It would be like the same as saying you're a Republican or you're a Democrat, right? Except you have to actually be one. <laughs> you can't just vote for them. But somewhere along the line, that got that, that got smudged. And now we're calling like, what, what are we calling like? Uh, idiots who who hold Confederate signs like they're they're Nazis now. It's like no, they're not even close to a Nazi. What is they, they're not they're not a Bavarian in 1935 uh, running for office. They can't possibly be a Nazi. You understand this, right? The Nazi Party no longer exists. The only people who are Nazis were the people who were Nazis during the time of the Nazi party in that particular country during that time. Nobody else is one. Oh my God, you're fucking, oh, you're defending Nazis now. This is why I've like, I used to write like articles and essays. I used to put a lot of thought into what I did. Now I just don't even fucking bother. Because the majority of people that are going to read your work and like, you know, interact with what you say, even you can be factually accurate down to a T. You can put hours and hours and references in and links and you can you can go through all of that effort. And at the end of it, you'll present it to someone and they'll say something like, oh, you defending Nazis now? It's fucking pointless. 
I've given up. <laughs> now I just laugh because it's so dumb. It's so stupid. And people are so stupid. People are selfish, stupid, awful, and have no interest in actually being truthful or factual or objective about anything. So why even try? Why even fucking try? <laughs> Historical accuracy is white supremacy. <laughs> exactly. So I just gave up now. Now I don't care. Now what are we doing? We're talking about fisting. We're, <laughs> we're showing videos of transgender models. And I believe we're showing black-based pastors. And the problem with saying not all white people. So that's my problem. I'm sorry. I'm racist, obviously. I don't believe it is right to try to make generalizations based on the color of people's skin. And that is what... <laughs> Listen to this. So this guy writes in and says, I don't believe it's, it's right to make generalizations of people based on the color of their skin. <laughs> Listen to this racist. <laughs> Listen to this whack job. He doesn't think it's right to make generalizations about people based on the color of their skin. What the hell is wrong with this Nazi? <laughs> Everything is upside down, so why even try? Why even bother? What you have done with your title. It is not okay for police to racially profile black people and treat them differently than they treat other people. Okay. But it is also not okay for we get the message. to assume that all white people are Now let's hear the response the to the racist. First of all, what kind of dialogue are you trying to start when you come out on the defensive and make it about you? Do you want to hear it again? There's there's so much irony here. I, I feel like I'm choking on it. Listen to this. Exist in this country and try to understand one another. Okay. <laughs> first of all. <laughs> okay. First of all, cracker. What kind of dialogue are you trying to start when you come out on the defensive and make it about you? Because the guy put in his letter, I think we should have a dialogue and try to understand each other. First of all, white boy, what kind what kind of dialogue are you trying to start when you go on the defensive and make it all about you? Good question. Uh, can we look at the riots and lootings and marchings in the street happening right now? That seems somewhat defensive, and it seems like some people are making it all about them. But it's a good question. Imagine that. Imagine being on the defensive and making it all about you. What an awful thing to do, huh? Darling? <laughs> you can't even talk to these people. But you're doing the thing that you don't like. Shut up, Nazi. It's like, why bother? Okay, whatever. Let's just laugh. What you've done, essentially, when you do that not all white people thing, is uh -huh. you've centered yourself in something that has nothing to do with you. <laughs> See, we need the white people in order to get rid of the racism. We need the white people on board to get, uh, get rid of the racism. But when white people say things like, not all white people, I'm not one of those racists, well, now you're making it all about you and you're inserting yourself in something that you have no business being in. Are you keeping up at home? Are you keeping up at home? Your job is to shut up, do what you're told, march along, look good for the camera, 
and then go home and continue shutting up. That's your role here. If I'm talking about an issue that affects black people and this is something that's happening rampantly and we all know it and see it, for you to jump in with, wait, not all white people, I don't do that. You look like a fucking idiot. But then I, I, I have to ask the obvious question. Then why is it that um, you're trying to tell this white guy what he should, what he can and can't say? Isn't he bringing up an issue that affects white people? Aren't you, aren't you talking about an issue that affects white people? <laughs> oh, come on. Come on now. Come on now. Okay, because what that says is you are so fragile. You're uh, not fragile. able to separate white fragility. It's yourself as a part. See, I love the I love the the, the you're so fragile thing because if you say something like, "Oh, well, not all white people," then you're fragile. But if you laugh in their face and say, "I don't give a fuck what you think," then you're being a racist. <laughs> See, you're supposed to care but not care at the same time. You're supposed to care but just not that much. You need to care more. Okay, I care a lot. Shut up. What are you so fragile about? This has nothing to do with you. I'm sorry. I didn't know. This is because of your white fragility. Okay, well, fuck you then. Oh, what are you, some kind of racist? What do you hate, black people? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Stop apologizing, you weak piece of shit. <laughs> From the whole. See, as black people, we've come to know and understand that we are not a monolith. people. Monolith. Okay, uh, there's an old Chris Rock joke, right? I I've mentioned this Chris joke Rock. before where Good. he says, I love black people, but I hate niggas. And it, it stands, it, 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 that illustrates a greater point, is that everyone is different. Within each group, there are different people. Oh, we know not all white people. My father was right. a white man. God good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. See, I didn't pre-watch this. That caught me by surprise. That one got me. That one caught me. <laughs> Good night. That's it. End of the show. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> it stands, it, 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 that illustrates a greater point, is that everyone is different. Within each group, there are different people. We know not all white people. My father was a white man. <laughs> Hi, Dad. How you going, Dad? Look, I'm making a YouTube. <laughs> Love you, Dad. Love you. Fucking hell. <laughs> Let's hit play. God rest his soul. <laughs> no, he's he dead. He's dead now. <laughs> so he's not around to see this. Not one of y'all. Fucking lucky guy. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I get it. 
and I understand that, you don't need to reiterate that for black people. What you need to do is go and talk to your other white friends. If you feel attacked when someone says white people do X, white people do Z, then that is some time for some self-analysis. Right? Oh my God. <laughs> Sweetheart. Do you realize, that, do you understand, do you realize that you are here doing this because you're really upset that a whole bunch of people say, wait, let's hear it one more time. Talk to your other white friends. If you feel attacked when someone says white people do X, white people do Z, then that is some time for some self-analysis. And if you feel attacked when somebody says black, poop, black people do Y and black people do Z, then that's time to march in the street and burn down the local stores. <laughs> Honey, if you feel attacked when somebody says white people do X or white people do Z, that's time for some self-reflection. Okay. Well, you know, when black people do X and Z, shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. Did you just say black people? Did you just say all black people? It's, I can't, I can't do this. <clears throat> I can't do this anymore. <laughs> this is so dumb. It's unironically dumb. And like, you can say to people, you can show them stuff like this and say, it's about having different rules for different people based on skin color though. And they go, no, it's not. No, it's not. And you'll say, well, hang on. <laughs> if somebody says, ah, oh, well, white people, and you get offended by that, then uh, you should have some self-reflection. But what if like somebody says, oh, black people do X and they go, well, that's racist. I'm like, so what's the fucking difference? It's like, well, the white guy, it's, it's white, guy, white people aren't black dummy. I'm like, Argh! You are, you are unironically. <laughs> look at the look. Look, she's so serious about this. Unbelievable. Has he, talk about, has he talked about Roger Stone uh, getting sentence commuted yet? No, I haven't. I haven't even looked into it. I saw some people talking about it like just before I went live, but I haven't had a chance to look at any articles or videos or anything like that. So I'll see. It'll Over the next couple of days, I'll, I'll have a look at that and see what's going on. Then we'll probably talk about it next week. But I haven't had a chance yet. Time, time differences being what they are. So I don't know any details or anything. So, Right. So reach inside yourself and try to figure out why you feel that way. Why do you feel like this pertains to you? If you're saying and you're, I don't do that. I don't ever do that. Then why do you think it applies to you? People say yes. shit all the time. Listen, I, I, agree. I agree. I agree. Why, go, why can't you have the same rule though? To a lot of rap music. They refer to women as bitches and hoes all the time. They're not talking about me. They don't even know me. Yeah. Okay. So I don't take it personally. And it stands to reason when people say things about black people that I know don't apply to me, I keep scrolling. It doesn't apply to me. So right, I don't right. have to feel threatened or upset or why are you generalizing black people even? Uh, coming up after the break, why the whole society is oppressive against black people. All of them. All the time. All right. I've seen enough. Um...
let's end it on a high note, shall we? A fresh one, ladies and gentlemen, because I had so much more to get through. You know what? We'll we'll do the sex robots next week. We'll do the skin lightening next week because I've taken just about enough uh, ridiculous virtue signaling for one day. And it is a Friday. <clears throat> so I'd like to end on a high note, ladies and gentlemen. Let's check in with the brave men. I think it's only men. Let's check in with the brave men of the Cartnarks, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I haven't seen this clip, but it looks like we are not in a parking lot right now. So I don't know, I don't know the context of this clip. We'll have to wait and see. Um, we're obviously we're clearly on the street here, so this could be something new, something dangerous from the Cartnarks. We'll have to have a look and see what we're dealing with here, ladies and gentlemen. I present to you the brave men doing God's work, the Cartnarks. Let's have a look. Come on now. See, I see you're out Cartnarking, and sometimes we're out on the streets, you know, if you find random things, hi, there's a guy masturbating over here. What do you do? <laughs> oh. Oh, hello. Hello there. Oh, look, there's a guy masturbating. <laughs> Sexy, dirty sexiness. Guy masturbating in the car park. Okay. <laughs> Eva Diva just spat out her coffee. Let's have a look. Let's let's check it out. I mean, they are there to patrol the the carts. Um <laughs> I don't know if they're there. He just walks right up to him, too. Hello there, sir. It seems like you're masturbating. They're so polite, even when they shouldn't be. <laughs> You know, you can be out on a patrol when you're cart narking and come across the strangest things. Look, here's a guy masturbating. Thank you for coming. I'll, I'll see you in there. How you doing, sir? Hello? You shouldn't be masturbating in public. <laughs> what are you doing there, sir? Hello there, sir. What are you up to? You know, you shouldn't be masturbating in public. <laughs> that is the only response you can give when you're caught masturbating in a in a parking lot. Is that right there? Shh. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Fucking bold. You can't argue. You can't say. <laughs> Look at his eyes. How could how could you be angry at him? Look at his innocent eyes, huh? Look at him. Oh, he's so bashful. He's so cute. No, I got I got to talk about it because there's like kids and stuff. Feet. You use any lube? Uh, I don't know what to do anymore. Bored. What's that? Bored. You're bored. He's bored. <laughs> I had nothing to do, so I just started jerking off. Ambelina with the diamond. Shh. <laughs> Brandon, shh. Don't say a word. Don't say a word. Just emotions. No words. Just emotions. Oh, you got some uh, some conditioner from a hotel there. Was that? Oh, uh, uh, you can't jerk off with uh, conditioner. That shit stings, man. You hate me so much. Love you more so. We should only be I love. I mean, self-love is fine. Dude, how do I get a blonde and not change up everything she likes? 
makes sense to me. So I'm just trying to follow the guy's logic. Maybe it's difficult for you to hear. I think he said, dude, how do I get a blonde and not change up everything she likes? Okay. Well, may as well whip it out. <laughs> start, start working that gherkin <laughs> in the car park. He is next to a nice car. Is that a Mercedes Z class? Is that a Mercedes? It looks like a Mercedes. So it's, he definitely picked the right spot. You hate me so much. I love you more so. We should only be, I love, I mean, self-love is fine. Dude, how do I get a blonde and not change up everything she likes? Dude, dude, like how do I get a blonde? Well, maybe stop jerking off in parking lots would be the first step. That might be the first step. Maybe he wants to advertise. Maybe showing off the goods. Irrational Times, that's Mersh's Beamer. <laughs> Mersh, quick! There's a homeless man masturbating next to your car right now. You need to get out there. <laughs> Plot twist, it's Royce. <laughs> hey, Royce. How you doing? <laughs> I like the approach that the Cartnarks took on this particular occasion. They came up from behind. They approached him with stealth. That's not normally the Cartnark way. Normally they go straight up to him. Woo, 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 Cartnarks. No, they wanted to catch this guy in the act. Meth Royce. <laughs> Dumb choir. <laughs> Meth Royce. <laughs> Lois Ropez, ladies and gentlemen, with Way Dave, 10 AMs. Uh, what about blonde women? I have to have a threesome or some shit. Ah. And it's all about who wants to be the biggest mistress. And just like, yeah, like, well, I, okay. look, a threesome would be fantastic, but let's not masturbate in public, shall we? He's so polite. <laughs> let's not masturbate in, masturbate in public, shall we, sir? Hmm. Dude, now that I want it, I'm giving up. Like, giving up on what? Oh, he's giving, he's giving up masturbating. <laughs> and what a, what a time to start. What a day to start. Can't you, like, go under a bridge or something? Yes. When's the bus get here? I don't know, but... When does the bus get here? Ann Bellina in the chat says, I would not have walked up to him. He walks straight up to him. He walks straight up to him. Sir, what are you doing? You know, you shouldn't be masturbating, <laughs> but so cheerful. That's what I like about it. So cheerful and happy and nice. You know, sir, it's not a good idea to be masturbating in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if I get a blonde, I'm going to have to change everything. When's the fucking bus get here? I, dude, I agree with you talking. Jerk off a clock? Just kidding. That's a little humor. <laughs> Jerk off a clock? Hey! Jack off a clock. I'm with the cart narcs, by the way. I usually don't bust public masturbators. We usually bust people who leave their car carts <laughs> out. But... I, agree with you. I agree with your education, sir. All right. I agree with your education, sir. He's just, I think he's just saying words. He's just saying words. <laughs> I agree with your education, sir. Well, okay. Good. It's very disarming when you speak with somebody who speaks in such a, like a broken English way. You know what I mean? You know, you really shouldn't be masturbating in the parking lot. Well, I agree with your education, sir. Um, okay. 
because they're making sense in the sense that you know what the words they're saying mean. But when you put all the words together, it makes no sense whatsoever. So it's very difficult to talk to people like that. Unfavorite boom with the diamond, Kartnark Psychiatry. Well, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. No more masturbating, okay? Okay. <laughs> no more masturbating now. Okay, come on now. We're doing our job here, sir. You have the proof. Document. You promise, right? Like I'm so yeah. Promise you, absolutely. Thank you. I promise I will not masturbate anymore in the parking lot. No more masturbating, sir. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me do something for you. I'll give you a dollar if you promise not to stop masturbating. I'm gonna ask you the truth. In the location, what is private? What is private? Here we go. What is private anyway? You can't own property. <laughs> That's the kind of thing you should be doing in private, sir. Okay, but it's like, what is private, man? <laughs> I hope I hope we're about to see a rant about the government, because that would be the best. Look, sir, you shouldn't be masturbating in public spaces, okay? Can't you just masturbate in private? Yeah, but bro, it's like, oh, look at me. what is private, bro? I'm rambling again. <laughs> Great show today, Boogs. This is my paying for attention. <laughs> paying for attention, Minister of Fun Kimmy. Thank you for joining us. What have you got for me? Green Day gets a lot of shit. Green Day is one of my favorite bands. I don't care. I don't care that all their songs sound the same. I don't care that all their songs are easy to play. I don't care. I love Green Day. Fucking great band. Thank you. Thank you for the dodo, Kimmy. Thank you so much for your attention grabbing. <laughs> well, masturbation hasn't lost its fun for this guy, though. And I'm I'm hopeful that he's going to there's going to be some kind of rant about the government. And you know what is private though, bro? Like when you think about it, like isn't isn't we all like just part of like privacy and shit, you know? Like sure, like there's people here, there's kids here and stuff, but like, you know, I'm in my own space here right now. It's their choice. Like if they in like if they come up to me when I'm jerking off and say, dude, like you gotta stop masturbating, man, it's like aren't they aren't they just invading my private space at that point? I want that. Please, please let that happen. Well, I would say in the quarter of a... I like the knowledge that is... Okay, what is private? So this knowledge that comes from men doesn't come from her again. All right. Fair enough. Private is knowledge that comes from men and doesn't come from what? So this knowledge that comes from men doesn't come from her again. Doesn't come from what? Hurricane? That comes from men, it doesn't come from hurricane. Now I'm kind of convinced that homeless people just rant about bullshit in order to get away with masturbating in public. And like they they're intelligent. Like he's obviously not a dumb guy, but his thoughts, his brain is disconnected, right? He's connecting different like half sentences to each other that have no business being connected. But he, he speaks articulately, you know? Earth. <laughs> Did he say earth? Okay, what is private? So this knowledge that comes from men doesn't come from her again. 
No, it's it's a hurricane or something. Innocent by reason of insanity, exactly. But deep down, they know what they're doing. All right. I would say the corner of a drugstore parking lot is not private for masturbating. No more public masturbating, okay? I agree. Pound it out. Well, air pound. Fuck shit. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and then the masturbator gave him the finger. He tried to do the elbow rub because he's... He knows that in this time of coronavirus, ladies and gentlemen, it's very unhygienic to be shaking hands with strangers because you may catch the coronavirus. So he he offers out the elbow and says, here, okay, let's do an elbow rub. (laughs) Air pound. And then he gives him the finger. Like, fuck you, bitch. (laughs) Okay, what is private? So this knowledge that comes from men doesn't come from her again. All right. I would say the corner of a drugstore parking lot is not private for masturbating. No more public masturbating, okay? I agree. Pound it out. Well, air pound. Fuck shit. Aw. Oh, wait, can I get a dollar? Oh, yeah, I will. Can I get a dollar? <laughs> hey, can I get that dollar now? Or... <laughs> nah, tell him to go fuck himself. Wait, he already did. Oh, boom, bada ping. How about that, huh? How about this guy over here? He's a hell of a guy. <laughs> what a way to end it. Fuck you, give me a buck. What a way to end it tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Friday night edition of the Daily Boogie. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I like I like the Friday nights. Something a little bit different. Uh, but don't worry, we'll be back into laughing as the world burns next week. Just before we go, a few shout-outs. I think Irrational Times will be on in about an hour or so. Thank you again to Coffee Talk with Sandra for having me on last night. It was an absolute pleasure from our Jersey Goyle. Uh, so you've also got, I think, Mersh from Nightwave, who's going to be fucking drunk off his tits tonight. Apparently, he forecasted on Revenge of the Sis. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Very much looking forward to that. <laughs> Not like I haven't fucking seen it before, but whatever. It's always better the next time. So, Drunk Mersh at 10, Irrational Times at 9. There he is, yes, Irrational Times at 9pm. Ladies and gentlemen, the genius, the musical genius. And we changed... This has been a big week for us, Irrational Times. We changed the world this week, you'll remember. Remember, they're now blaming it on the boogie down here in Australia. The newspaper... If you missed Monday night's show, you missed out... Um, they are now looking for people. They are looking for evidence of dancing in nightclubs. And the headline on the biggest newspaper in Queensland said, blame it on the boogie. Police look for evidence of dancing. I shit you not. We played it on Monday night's show. When th- There's the sticker in the chat right now. When memes become reality, we change the fucking world here on this show. We're always changing the world on this show. Week to week, ladies and gentlemen. We've started to bring in parking lot fascism. I'm very happy about that. People are now blaming it on the boogie. I'm very happy about that. Our next, our next, our next line, our next agenda is to get uh, the good pastor. Let's propel him into the presidency. Can we do that, please? If not, hey, why don't we all just masturbate in the parking lot? I'll take that too. So don't forget to follow our friends, ladies and gentlemen. Irrational Times, uh, Mersh, 10 p.m. Nightwave Radio. Uh, why censor Kimmy who did a show last night uh, winning TV on at 8pm on a Saturday night Major Tom 10pm Saturday night 
dlive.tv slash major underscore Tom with zeros for O's because everything in your life is that difficult. You've also got uh, Joy of Pessy on later tonight at midnight, Joy of Pessy tomorrow, Sunday night shit show with Frozen Asian and Spent D on a Sunday night, obviously. Wouldn't it be nice if the Sunday night shit show was on like a Tuesday lunchtime? No. Sunday night for the shit show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Comment down below if that's true. And then we'll be back on Monday night with another edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to everyone who contributed tonight on DLive and Streamlabs.com. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And if you would like to masturbate in the local parking lot, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at boogiebumper. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, stay calm, stay rational. God bless, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.